I'm Chastity Holcomb, a wife, mother of two, a licensed therapist, and a lover of all things laughter. After having my girls 13 months apart, I questioned, yo, where did the old girl go? But slowly I accepted that I was being formed into someone new. I've grown to know this new version of myself and love her unconditionally. I created the Momfully You podcast to give you simple strategies that I've used as a mom and therapist to help you do the same. If you're looking to connect to your identity outside of your role as mom, and you want to learn how to make space for you in your life, you're in the right place. And while I'm so thrilled to have you here, I want you to know that this podcast is not a substitute for seeking support from a licensed mental health provider. I think you're going to like it here. So keep listening because we've got some things to talk about. Hello there and welcome back to the Momfully You podcast. This is Chastity, your host for the show, and I am so glad that you are tuning in, listening, and showing up for yourself in this way. Um, We are reaching, and I do mean reaching, okay, towards the end of this year, this crazy year that has been uh, 2020. And so the holidays are among us, and I don't know about you, but Christmas is my absolute favorite time of the year. Um, I appreciate Thanksgiving and the food that it brings to my life, Uh, but I love Christmas. I love the season of it, the giving, the joy, all of that. But if I'm honest, it's looking and feeling a little different this year. And so I'm excited, um, but I also know it's going to be a little different. So um, like me, maybe you are having to get creative when it comes to celebrating the holidays this year, whether you are Zooming it up (laughs) or you are finding other ways to connect to your friends and family. um, I am there with you. Or maybe, you know, you're not that excited. Maybe kind of the holidays are just another representation for what's been lost this year. And I just want to call attention to that and let you know that either or both of those things are okay. Um, So today I wanted to have like a candid conversation with you about my newfound appreciation for rest Um, and let you in on some of the things that I have kind of committed myself to doing um, that also might be helpful for you. So once I find and grab a hold to something that might be helpful, I have to share it. You know, caring is sharing, or is it sharing is caring? Whatever the, whichever one goes first. Yeah, you got me. (laughs) I have to warn you though, that this podcast, we're going to get a little deep. We're going to confront some beliefs that I believe that not only myself, but moms like you have, um, believed have come across that might be kind of hiding under some of the things that we do. And so it's going to get a little juicy gonna get a little juicy I just want to warn you Um, so let's get to it so every year I come up with a theme word Um, I got this idea I believe at church I can't remember but ever since um, it was mentioned I was like oh yeah I love that so every year I come up with a theme word Um, it helps me stay focused it gravitates me towards um, my center and like gives me something to look 
forward to or look for throughout that year that I can always go back to like, yep, that is a blank moment, that word, whatever that word is for the year. And so I'm not sure, though, what my word for 2020 was at the beginning. Um, have no clue. But it quickly turned into um, growth. So my word for 2020 was growth. Um, I knew that this year was going to be expansive for me in my business and in my uh, personal life. And so um, I wanted to commit to growing despite the growing pains that come up with said growing. (laughs) And I know that you know what I'm talking about when it comes to growing pains. Um, If we think physically, I want your mind to go back to that fourth quarter of the third trimester, okay? So things are quite heavy, literally. (laughs) Um, Every day feels like you'll never really get to the point of pushing. It's just your foot is on the gas, things are changing in your body, in your mind, you're trying to get stuff prepared and get it ready. Um, it, it's a it's a challenging time, but you know on the other side of those growing pains, you get this sweet little perfect beautiful baby. And so that analogy is something that I've kind of been holding on to all of this year. And I knew that, you know, there was going to be some pain and, and some uncomfortability in um, my pushing out of both things in my business as well as in my personal life. And so after all of this pushing, guys, after all of these growing pains, after all of this growth, I'm tired. I want a nap. I just want a quick 72-hour nap to <laughs> rejuvenate me, you know, get my head back in the game. You know, something quick, simple. Um, <laughs> maybe you want a nap too. But anyways, I was having a conversation about my word and my goals for next year. So what is it that I want to cling to and gravitate towards in the year of 2021? Now, obviously, there's so much unknown that's going to be happening as it relates to um, COVID and things like that. But I just wanted to, again, find my center, a word that helps me center. So I came up with the word rhythm. And when I think of rhythm, I think of flowing with intention. This ability to make room, absolutely, for flexibility, but definitely have a plan and a system and a structure to all of the madness of life. Um, And I know that this won't be perfect to find my rhythm, Um, But I definitely wanted to call some attention like there. I want to have a a flow to things. I want it to be um, almost like a, you know, a dance where I know that whatever the beat is, and we can use that analogy of the beat as life, like whatever life has to present to me that I have... um, I have a rhythm to responding to it, whether that be in my business or in my personal life. I have a rhythm of responding to life um, and all of her um, things that we cannot fully um, expect, right? And so, because when that beat drops, aka life circumstances, I want to be ready. I kind of want to be ready. (laughs) So maybe you're like me and you like to have systems and plans and things like that in place. It helps... um, you when it comes to like feeling prepared and and having a plan so i i'm all about that and i love that so that's my word right my word is is rhythm and 
I think that rhythm is a word or a thing rather that a lot of moms are looking for when they feel like they have to have all of these things or when they say like, and maybe you've said this, like, I just, I want to balance everything. I want to manage things a little bit better. And maybe I'm the first one to tell you this, but there really is no true balance in life. There is definitely um, what gets priority in that moment, right? Like this, certain things of your life might switch and move to the front and move to the back, move to the side, depending on what's important in that moment. And that's the way we can look at life. What should take priority in this season, in this moment, in this day, week, year, whatever um, that time frame is. Um, because we can't really truly give 50% or 100% of ourselves across the board. Some things deserve 10%, others 20, others 30, 40, right? And so it's up to us to be able to define what percentage um, those things that we value get in our life. And so we're trying to find more so of this rhythm of figuring out what those priorities are and when she, when we should move them to the front and when we should move them to the back. But we moms will get a lot of pressure to have all of our ducks in a row, have them be perfect, have everything be 100%, you know, have this clean house, have these uh, perfectly well-behaved kids, have accredited learning activities, prime and ready for them, have these Pinterest-worthy meals, the lullaby voice of Beyonce, like we want it all. We want to do it all and we want to do it at 100% all of the time. And that is so much pressure to just do and do and do and do. And we will definitely come back to what's behind all of this, what I believe is behind all of this. Um, But let's just kind of go back to my my focus word for just a second. It'll it'll definitely lead us to where I want us to go. So I was talking through this word, again, the rhythm, um, and my hopes to find rhythm in 2021. And I asked myself the same three questions that I encourage my clients um, and I'm encouraging you to ask yourself as well. And those three questions are, why am I feeling that I want this so bad? Where is this belief coming from? Or who might be influencing uh, me to have this belief? And so asking myself these three questions, I, um, what I came up with was while the growth was great this year of 2020, even in spite of all the craziness that was in this year, um, I was tired of this whole gas on the pedal or foot on the brake, like this back and forth of feeling like either I was doing, 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 or I was at a complete halt or, you know, kind of reaching this crash, which can also be described as burnout. When you find yourself in this kind of loop of like, oh my gosh, I've done so much. I've, you know, um, committed myself to doing all of these different things um, around the house or for the kids or for my spouse or partner or for, you know, other people, things at work, right? You're just doing, doing, doing. And then you find yourself like, I'm tired. 
and your body is just like, we're tapped out. We can't do anything more. Um, your mind even can say we're tapped out and it'll show up in your frustration and the way that you talk to others and the way that you relate to your kiddos. Like it shows up, right? That burnout that we feel. So I was tired of that. That's what made me come up with that word. I was tired of, <laughs> um, either going full force or wanting to take this huge, long <laughs> nap. Um, and so 2020 has definitely presented opportunities for burnout. I mean, we can just reflect on the mental load that this year has brought to moms. Like we've had to literally overnight come up with working managing the kiddos, a household, all at once. And it's been ever-changing, right? From lockdown to, nope, we're back to, in some states, we're headed back to lockdown. And so all of these opportunities have been a perfect storm for burnout. This ability, I mean, this idea, rather, that we are just doing so much um, and that it will eventually lead to us just feeling this fatigue of like... (laughs) I can't. I just, I can't, right? Just the ultimate, I can't. Um, so, so going back to that, I was tired of doing this kind of back and forth, go, 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 or having a hard stop. And I went back to those three questions again. What's leading me to this? Why I thought it was so important to go, 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 go in the first place. And so here is where it gets good, guys. I was taken back all the way to early messages of if you are not doing then you're lazy and I was like ooh there is something there (laughs) there is something there um me and my um friend always say um you know when when something kind of sparks out at you you need to follow that just just follow it go where go where it leads you and so um this idea, right, if you are not doing, you are lazy. Um, and my doing was a product of this deep-rooted belief that to not do is to be lazy. Even though my doing was good, right, it was making me happy, it was connecting me to my purpose, um, it was helping my family, it was helping me connect to other people, it was underneath attached to a negative belief. Um, and that right there in and of itself can just show you how those negative beliefs can really creep up on you and they can just linger in the background and you don't even realize, um, that it's catching up to you, right? You don't even realize that it's the driving force behind some of the actions that you're doing. So for me, that's, that's what it was, right? If I'm not doing I'm being lazy. I should get stop being lazy and just do whatever it is I feel like I need to do. So it's so toxic to have that kind of mentality because it tricks you into believing that you're you're um, not a bad person if you just do it, right? You're not a failure if you just do it. And so when you can't do it, when you've reached that point of burnout, when you've reached that point of like, I can't, I just can't. <laughs> You feel like you have failed because this equation here is if if you're not doing, you're lazy. If you're being lazy, you're bad. If you're bad, you failed, right? You see that progression 
that's so um, subconscious that we don't really think is there, but it is hiding and lingering in the background, it catches up, right? It catches up. And so just in this moment, I just want to just give a brief pause for you to have the opportunity to think about all of the things that you believed because you couldn't do something that you were bad. So just take a moment to think, what have you believed about your not doing something ultimately leading to you being bad or being a failure? (sighs) I told you we were going deep today, didn't I? I warned you, I did. So if we keep that in mind, I had to find a way not to get caught up in this negative belief again. And I don't want you to stay caught up in it or get caught up in it again either. So for me, that was believing that rest is a form of productivity. The idea that just as much effort and time and energy that I place into doing, I also need to place that much effort, time, and energy into resting. And I know that this is hard. I know, and especially if your babes are little, I know that it's difficult to kind of see past the doing. Like, it's hard to see past washing the bottles, changing the diapers. It's hard seeing past getting them ready uh, for school or daycare. It's hard seeing past in the year of COVID, um, prepping them up up for a virtual school, right? It's hard seeing past all of that stuff because it does require us to do a lot. But I want to kind of stretch that muscle, stretch that thinking that is so important for us to take a moment to rest because it A, prevents us from burnout and it also prevents us from this belief that if we are not doing, then we are bad or we are failure. So kind of taking those two things into account but I know it's hard. I promise I know that it's hard. Um, And you know what? It doesn't have to be extravagant. I think even when it comes to self-care, a lot of moms will think like resting must mean that I'm taking a nap. I know that you might not like taking naps. Maybe your idea of resting is just sitting on the couch or sitting on your bed or in the closet, aka a mom's getaway, right? Maybe that is your form of resting and just taking like 10 minutes with your eyes closed. Or maybe for you, resting is taking a shower and allowing your allowing the, the water to kind of run over you as you just relax all of your muscles and allow that water to be healing for you. So whatever your form of rest is, that's okay. Even if it's five minutes, that's okay. So here is what I'm doing and I'm committed to. um, And it's not going to start in 2021. It's going to start now because that's how important it is. So I'm defining what rest looks like for me. And for me, that looks like getting up before my kids get up to start my day with something that's calming. Um, I was talking to some of the members in um, Maya, Mom Through You Academy, about how I had set out this goal for waking up at 5.30 a.m. and it wasn't working. It wasn't working. Um, I am not traditionally a morning person. And so it's hard for me to look at my alarm saying that I have to get up at 5.30. And so I had given that up. I was like, you know, it's just not for me. 
But I think one of the reasons why it was not working for me is because I was getting up. And the, actually, guys, the days that I did get up, it was great. It was fine. I was able to do <laughs> um, in that time frame. But I think what burnt me out, what I didn't like about that is I was waking up to do work. I wasn't waking up to rest. I wasn't waking up to connect to myself and prep my day my day the way I wanted it to be. I was waking up to write emails or to um, get some other things ready and situated for the day. I wasn't using that as an opportunity to rest and bring in the day in a calm way, right? And so that's probably one of the reasons why it didn't work. It was just another form to wake up and work sooner. <laughs> and I didn't like that. So one of the things that I am going to be dedicated to, even if, and I absolutely know, it's not going to be perfect. I'm not going to be able to just start doing this automatically, but I'm going to practice and build up this mus muscle memory to do it, right? So I'm going to wake up, practice waking up <laughs> and resting, listening to my favorite jams, um, I haven't journaled in a while, so maybe I'll get back to that and just allow my brain to air out and rest and prep for the day. To me, that is resting. That is giving my body and my mind the opportunity to gently wake up versus this like, boom, we up, we working. Let's write this email. No, 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 no. Right. A gentle, rest, restful waking up. That's what I'm committing to. That's what rest is going to look like for me. It's going to look like also going to bed on time. I know that when you finally get that, those quiet moments, you know, you put the kiddos down and it's like <sighs> the great exhale, right? And you go to social media and you're caught up in scrolling social media or you want to watch a movie and those things are great and they can be a form of resting for you. Um, but maybe not always. Maybe they lead to not going to bed on time. Or um, So I've decided that what it looks like for me is to shower and to go to bed on time as much as I possibly can to go to bed on time to get, again, give my, my body and my mind the opportunity to rejuvenate. And so those are some of the things that I have defined as um, kind of ways of what rest will look like for me. And so the other thing that I'm doing is before anything or anyone else goes on my calendar, I am putting myself on my calendar and I am putting in those moments of rest. So, you know, maybe Fridays at seven o'clock, I'm putting in listening to a podcast that is helpful for me, or I'm scheduling in those 15 minutes every Tuesday at five o'clock or whatever that is, right? I'm literally going to put it on my calendar at the very beginning of the week and say, this is your dedicated time of rest. And I'm going to try my best to commit to that. And then lastly, I'm, you know, also going to uh, find and recognize how I show up when I'm well rested. And so I'm going to be identifying my mood. Am I happy and cheerful or am I irritable? Probably not irritable if I'm rested well, right? So defining how I show up as a parent, um, defining how I show up as a wife, as a friend, as a daughter, as a sister, all of those things as a therapist, right? Like 
identifying what that looks like for me. So I, I will always have a reference. And so when I'm outside of showing up my best because I'm well rested, I'll know, hmm, that's because my foot has been heavy on the gas and not heavy enough on the, the resting, right? And so I am encouraging you to look at your calendar and define what rest looks like for you. It doesn't have to be what it looks like for me or anyone else or any other mom, but what it looks like for you. Put it on your calendar and reflect on how you show up your best when you're well rested. What does it look like? What will your kids think about you when you've rested? What will your your hubby or your partner say? Um, How you show up when you're well rested. Think on that and reflect on that very often. Um, And so I'm also encouraging you to trade the belief that if you are not doing then you're lazy with the belief that rest is a form of productivity. You've been listening to the Momfully You podcast. And if you've liked having me all up in your ears, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can be the first to know when a new episode goes live. And if you're looking for more support, you definitely want to become a member of Momfully You Academy, my private online community to help you reclaim your identity and fully love the authentic version of yourself. Every month, you get access to me, a brand new course, downloadable action items, and a monthly live Q&A call to help you go past learning and into a lifestyle. Sound fun? Find out more at momfullyyou.com. I'll see you inside. Thank you for listening. And until next time, take care.